Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. I am your host. Gosh, you're drinking so loud. I'm sorry. sorry. I am your host, Daniel, (laughs) with my other host, Carson. What's up, fools? And we are at the end of our Halloween marathon, guys. It has been a trip. It has been fun. I have hated probably 80% of it because of all the movies we've been watching. But um, we're nearing the end. I've loved at least 90% of it. I have only, I think I've really only liked like two or three movies that, like new movies that we've, that I've watched out of it. So guys, (laughs) it's because I don't like scary stuff. I get scared. Anyway. You're um, such a liar. You know what? That's, you can attest to this though. I used to love scary movies all the time. That's true. And now I'm just like a sensitive little Nancy. But that makes it more fun because it's actually scary still. If there are parents listening, this next movie is um, moderate in the profanity, mild in alcohol, <laughs> drugs, and smoking. Ah, that's pretty good. But Christian. severe in frightening and intense scenes, severe in violence and gore, and severe in sex and nudity. And today's yeah. movie, we have Suspiria. <laughs> yep. Same rating as Passion of the Christ. I hate you for saying that. <laughs> this movie <laughs> is is a doozy. Will be the death of me. Um, this is a remake of the Dario Argento classic. Yep. It's an hour longer. It's mm-hmm. not really a remake, but it's also not a sequel. It's also not better. And it, it. I don't know if it's better. I would say it's. You haven't seen the original. I know. I just don't like it. <laughs> um. It does its own thing compared to the original, and I appreciate it for that. I also don't know if I fully understand it, but I don't want to rewatch it to try to understand it more. <laughs> so the, it's kind of a weird predicament to be in. I got to ask this. Did you look away at any parts of the movie? Like You were like, oh. Did I look away? Yeah. I almost did. I wanted to, but I was like, oh, I got to make sure I watch it for the podcast. Uh, I had to look away at one scene. Okay. Should we just say trigger warning? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, guys, this movie is such a trigger warning. I will never recommend this Everything. movie to anyone who um, wants to see it. It is probably the worst movie I've ever seen in regards content to... Content-wise. Y- yeah, content-wise. I think it's an Because okay it's plot. really well made. Yeah, yeah. It's a good plot, even. <laughs> yeah, it's a good plot. I think it's... The, the coloring is really cool. There's, like, all the specs It's just hard to cool. stomach. Yeah, but visually it is hard to watch. Even like even being film people and knowing like how they do it's most fake. of it. Yeah, and knowing that it's fake. Like it's still just I think once you Can get Can I immersed, guess what scene you wanted to look away at? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be the first gory scene when she's uh I guess tethered to that other girl and she's dancing mm. and her body starts <laughs> disjointing and yeah. stretching and Yep. It's not pretty to look at. Yeah, that was it. It was the hardest scene. Yeah, because technically the end, and I'm going to just kind of get, this is a spoiler warning. The end is a very, very gruesome scene. Like super bloody. Just go watch the movie. No, don't watch the movie. If you're up to it. Yeah, sure. If you're up to it, go watch it, then come back and finish the episode. My brother can probably watch this. That'll probably be the only person I think, and maybe Quentin. I have a few friends. My friends are, they appreciate cinema. Right. Even the gross cinema. So go ahead and do the log line then. Okay. Did you record? 
Yeah, we just counted. No, I know, it. but I didn't know if you did or not. Listen, why would I just done count? Some, I don't know, but you've done stupid things before, so shut up. No, that's not even <laughs> close to what I've done. <laughs> okay, not a dark, even remotely the same. Shut up. A darkness swirls at the center of a world-renowned dance company, one that will engulf the artistic director, an ambitious young dancer, and a grieving wow. psychotherapist. Some will succumb to the nightmare. Others will finally wake up. Ooh. That's a pretty good logline. That actually isn't bad. I mean, it's kind it of actually long, but it's good. Gets you into the movie. Yeah, I wish I would have actually watched this to help me understand. I, I honestly had to read a little bit on this movie to kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, I had to research. I still don't think I get it. Yeah, that's true, too. I think there's an analogy in there somewhere. There's something. <laughs> it, to do with the Holocaust, maybe. Yeah. Right? And like being like a bad dude. So you know what really what scene I almost looked away at? Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. So right after the girl's body gets all crumpled, mm-hmm. I looked away when they grabbed the hooks. Oh and yeah, like hooking her to carry her because that was worse to me for some reason. Uh huh. Is that um, weird? No, I was. I mean, I was right there with you. I counted that all the same. Just that entire. I was like, like, I don't need to see this, but it kept cutting back to like normal. Like mm-hmm. the, the therapist guy talking, I was like, okay, okay, I'm fine. And then be cut to that, and, like, whoosh, and I was like, ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's just go through this star-studded cast. Seriously, a killer cast. Yeah, it's really insane. I think all the actors did really well. There wasn't anything that was like, yeah. right. um, and I think that's possible. I was my favorite was Tilda Swinton. I think she kills it in this movie. Yeah. So that is uh, for those of you who don't know who Tilda Swinton is, she is more known for Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. No, <laughs> I mean that's her biggest movie, right? I have no for idea, us, but I don't know. For us as kids, <laughs> so she's the, the she's in a ton witch of movies though. In line, the witch in the wardrobe, but yeah, she's in a bunch of things. She was in French Dispatch. She was in um, that would be Snowpiercer. <laughs> she was in What If? Oh, she's in what's McCullough too, dude. We're stupid. She's in Doctor what? Strange. <laughs> what about it? Barely. No, not barely. What are you talking about? I mean. Yeah, I guess. She's the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, the Ancient One. That's what she is. And she's in we the Endgame. We don't acknowledge that. What? You don't like her in, as the Ancient One? It was a bad casting idea. Oh. And then we have Mia Goth, who is just exploding right now. Weird. Weird terminology <laughs> to use. <laughs> I think it was fitting. Anyway. Yeah, well, recently she was an X and Pearl. Yep. And a bunch of other stuff. Shot back to back, which we still have to see Pearl. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. And then they just announced the third film in no the trilogy. Way. No way. And it takes place after X. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mia Goth was the we'll only survivor, right? Yeah, so it's her moving to the big city. Mm, becoming a... Trying to get her start. Yeah, it'll be oh, interesting. wow, dude. Good for Ty West. He's a... Yeah, Ty West is just killing it. Yeah. So this was... Uh, this obviously came out before her kind of like... This is a minor role. Yeah, big supporting role. I mean, she's she's... A bigger role, but you're right. She's not like Dakota she's Johnson. She's not like the main character. Dakota Johnson she's the main character, is yeah. the main character, but it's really funny because Chloe Grace Moritz, 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 Moritz. is the uh, the, the top build actress in this movie. Is she really? Yeah, which doesn't. Do make you think sense. that was like a trick? I have no idea, dude. She's only. I don't remember the marketing very well for this movie. I think she's in the movie for a total of like three minutes. And she's not doesn't even look like herself. She looks exactly. like a different person. Yeah, and this is a two and a half hour long movie. When I first saw the trailer for this movie, 
Alyssa and I, this was several years ago now, we were at this thing called Cinespia, and it's where they do special movie screenings of like older films. So we yeah. were watching Halloween, the Michael Myers Halloween, and it was at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. So we're in the graveyard watching this movie. But because the <laughs> the movie was presented by Amazon, it started with a trailer of this movie of Suspiria. And I looked at Alyssa and we were like, what the heck, man? That oh looks crazy. Yeah. And I was all excited. But I never got to watch it until more recently. So it's kind of Oh, cool. so you've never seen this movie? No, I've only seen the original. I'm a fan of the original. Wow. Yeah. It's hard to say I'm a fan of this movie particularly just because of its craziness. Yeah. Not that the original isn't crazy. It's just being older, it feels less gross. Yeah. Tom York's involved, the composer. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. He comes... Oh, what's his band called? He's a he's really famous, though, and the soundtrack for this is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I dig it. Can you look up what band he was a part of? Radiohead. Radiohead. Yeah, they're yep. huge, obviously. Yeah. Kind of a joke band now for some people, but his solo career has been all this, like, composer stuff that sounds really cool. That's got to be really fun. And the original movie had a, a famous band attached to it as well, this band called Goblin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that that kind of has a whole different soundtrack, but a cool one nonetheless. Do you want to do a brief do you wanna... uh, summary on it, and then we can go? I mean, I don't really know exactly how to summarize this movie. <laughs> I mean, Let's okay. just say... There's a dancer. I got this. Okay, yeah, please. There's this girl... And she grew up in a Mennonite home, so kind of similar to our last episode where there's some restrictive religious, uh, I guess, themes. So she grew up in this environment where you couldn't really participate in the arts in a particular way, or technology was probably kind of shunned and not really something that she got to use. But somehow she became enraptured by ballet dancing and got to see this group's um, like groundbreaking performance, I guess you could say. So she was inspired by this group and she was actually punished for that, like severely. Like it was not a good thing for her to go away and try and watch dancing. So she runs away from home essentially and ends up in Berlin. And when she's there, she joins the dance group that she got to see, but they have her, she has to dance for them first with no music which is really yeah. this intense scene. The choreography in this movie is really cool, though, Yeah, with all the is. dance scenes. I would compare it more to like modern ballet than classical ballet, a little bit more experimental. I'm not an expert on that, though, so I could be wrong. But basically, she gets in with this group, and they provide housing. And I just don't know how much I can give away from here. I mean, maybe go watch the movie if you actually want to watch it. So what ends up happening is you slowly find out that the previous girl who was in her position was chosen for something by the main, I guess the people running the ballet studio are witches. You kind of find that out pretty early on actually. And you find out that the other girl went missing because she wasn't doing what they wanted her to do in a particular way. And it almost seems like her dancing ability is tied to like ritualistic. Yeah. I guess some kind of ritual, right? To bring out this head witch. (laughs) I don't remember her name. Also played by Tilda Swinton. Yeah. She plays this gross, saggy, nude witch. Mm-hmm. Oh, she plays, really liked her. she plays at the very end? Yeah, that's Tilda Swinton, too. 
so there's the naked lady, the big, big naked witch lady, covered in Tilda boils Swinton and everything. Yeah, it's disgusting. Her. Yeah, she's disgusting, and she also plays this male therapist. Dang. Who is investigating Doctor, the whole? It's Doctor Doctor Klemper. Can you do it? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it doesn't sound. He, she plays a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, she plays this therapist who's yeah. helping some of the other girls, especially the girl that went missing. And then um, he's approaching the whole like mystical side practically. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks it's either like a gang or crime syndication. <laughs> like, yeah, there's more to his character. I don't really know how to get into that. Like his wife is missing. There's a lot. There's a lot in this movie, guys. Fun fact: his basically, wife is actually played by uh, the original yeah. Susie. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, I like that. It was cool that they brought back a couple of original actors. Just kind of reference the first film. Pay homage. Yeah, I think it's cool. But the Daniel and I talked about this before the podcast. The director of the original film hates this. Like yeah, he, he did not despises want this. this movie. Yep. He but that's interesting. He went on record to say that either make the same movie, but then that's a copy, so there's it's pointless to make the same movie. Yeah, he said it's or do something different than the main movie, but then at that point, then don't call it Suspiria because it's not the same movie. Yeah. So he just almost, did not, he was not on board with this film. I respect this approach, though. I think this is how a remake should be done. Yeah. Is maybe borrow some of the ideas from the original, but then make it more applicable to today's like topics and themes. Yeah. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I'd be mad if I made the original. I would just be happy if I got a big paycheck. <laughs> I'll just make it short here. Yeah. She basically gets anointed as the head witch mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. And there's this big Dakota battle Johnson, over. Right? Or are you talking yeah, Dakota yeah, Johnson yeah. gets anointed as the main witch. And there's this big battle over. So there's three head witches in the film. Mm-hmm. And they've been worshipped since the dawn of time, since before Christianity is what they say. Yeah. And the whole idea is that she is the main witch in charge now of those three. After yeah. like defeating people that were against her and there's this big battle and it's gross it's pretty much the and equivalent to like if you ever see the kingsman or Kingsman, it's that ending yeah except for just with all the gore <laughs> i will say for some reason you're gonna think i'm psycho i already do the ending of this movie like moved me like emotionally for some reason <laughs> because of the doctor story or no that part too but the whole ending like even when she's like taking her role as like the head witch and all that there was something i feel like there's allegory there that i'm not understanding but it still moved me is it because you think that she's going to do better than the previous witches were like when they're practically torturing the dancers i think that could be something yeah Mm -hmm. like she offers a better hope for the group yeah after seeing like what happened to her friends and then even when she walks up to like Mia Goss character who has a horrible fate in this movie. Oh yeah, it's but so bad. She's like, "Oh, what do you want? Like, what, like, what do you want to happen to you?" And she says that she wants to die, and she like gives her that wish kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She said, "What's your wish?" There is something moving there. It's just disguised in all this grossness. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see where you like kind of side with that. To me, it's just like not that the film is all over the place, but there's so much like underlying plot threads. Yeah. That like, you just want like secret themes. Yeah. That like you kind of just, because at some point it feels like it's almost like one of those experimental films. Okay. Wait, have you ever seen the office? It's another Halloween special, but when (laughs) 
Gabe, the office Halloween special. Yeah, but Gabe is in charge of creating the a scary Halloween um, party because oh, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. shows this like weird film that's like cut to yes. different parts of you know like it's yeah. Stanley in his car or it's Oscar's grandma. It, this movie this was kind movie. of that. <laughs> it really was. Because I mean, it's for sure art house is what they would call this. Yeah, it's an art house film because there's just it's like art house horror. So many things that are happening, and then all of a sudden it'll show a guy with a face full of stuffed hair or her mom yeah. that's di- dying in bed that you really didn't know that it with was flashes to her life mm-hmm. as a Mennonite. Yeah. But then you also have that separate plot with a therapist trying to find out what's going on. Okay. But I did like that wife. plot. Like, I think that plot tied in pretty nicely to like bridge everything together towards the end. Yeah. It, it, I think it was especially a, when you like they're punishing him mm-hmm. for his actions. Yeah. It, it like, kind of, I kind of think that was, interesting i didn't i don't know if i loved his story but i liked the way that they bridged the plot into it it didn't feel like a cut and paste onto like to combine mm-hmm. these two stories it, it fit yeah it did pretty nicely especially like the conclusion to his story arc mm-hmm. fit in so well with the main character's story arc mm-hmm. because for the most of the movie it, their story arcs don't cross over very much yeah but at the end, obviously, there's a ton of crossover, and she kind of helps him get out of a bad situation. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple questions. We can talk about these on podcast, but, like, so at the okay. very end when Dakota Johnson's becoming the head witch, what is that thing that is, like, because it, it did a couple of cuts of it throughout, but the big, like, mm-hmm. it almost looked like a demon or, like, the head witch. It, you know what I actually look like? What is his name in Stranger Things? Oh, Vecna or Yeah, it looks like Vecna. I'm not sure. At first, so this is before the whole ma- massacre kind of scene, right? It, like, seconds before it, but yeah. Oh, that thing. Okay, I think that's her. I think that's technically her, like, witch. Dakota Johnson's character. Okay. I think she's an embodied version of that deity, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so that thing, that's my explanation. I could be wrong. That I liked how they did that though, like with just showing the fingers at times, and you're like, "Oh, what is this?" And it's like a whole. It's th- creepy. Yeah, but then when it starts to but show, it's actually like, a good thing. The whole thing, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that that does look like Vecna from Stranger Things." Yeah, well, this is before Vecna though. Yeah, so. true. So this is OG Vecna. Um, come on, Stranger Things, be more original. <laughs> it's so weird seeing uh, Dakota Johnson in this. Like take take oh, on this yeah, type this of is not role. A different role for her. Yeah, yeah, and she did really well. Anyway, you're saying but I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's good to take risk in your career. Yeah, and it. I mean, I think it paid off. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a well received film for those that are into this kind of thing. <laughs> Whoever you are, um, the story's super ambiguous in a lot of ways because you could really apply all kinds of different deeper meanings and themes to this. Yeah. As far as what the actual director was intending, I'm not sure. I haven't found that out yet. Okay. And I don't know if I want to. I think in some ways the mystery of this movie is what makes it so good, mm-hmm. is not knowing what's going on. Yeah. I don't, it reminds me of some of those A24 films where you watch it and you're like, I really liked it. I don't fully know what happened, but you're <laughs> cool with it because like, that's uh, what makes it good. Lighthouse? Lighthouse is on like the Lighthouse. Thing. You don't really know what happens nope. in Lighthouse. Not really. Everybody tries to seem like they are. And then there's a bad example, like men. Men, okay, yeah. Like men, we didn't know what happened, but we also didn't really like it. Yeah. So there's there's a hard line to follow there, or it's hard to pull it off. Like a weird movie that's still good. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the one thing I actually did not like, I mean, besides all the gore and torture porn in this movie, was yeah. the weird CGI. At uh, the end? No, the light, like the lighting CGI, like when she's sleeping. Oh, the and, ghost effect or whatever that's yeah, supposed to be? Yeah, it was like on the wall. That's the then, only thing that bothered me the whole movie. Yeah, and then in her chest. And then at first when it kind of shows that, what's her name, Tilda Swinton has powers, she like touches her ankles yeah. and then it like shows this light in there. And at first I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But it's like, wow, that's really bad <laughs> um, CGI. I feel like compared to the rest of the movie's effects, it just takes you out yeah, of the movie. It does. Even the end with that, how gory that last scene is, I feel like when their heads are blowing up, that's like CG yeah. effects. Mm-hmm. And I, I may be asking too much to say do that practically because I know they can. And I think it would look better with the rest of the movie. Yeah, I mean, for a $20 million like movie, obvious. you think it would be better. I just that glowing effect is the main one that bothered me. Uh, okay, so that movie, it, was, it hurt to watch, but it was, um, you know, it was there. Do you recommend it to anybody? I already said that I wouldn't. <laughs> just Michael? Yeah, just Michael and Quentin, maybe. Let us know, Michael and Quentin, what you think. <laughs> yeah. Joe? Joe, if you if you watch this, let me know what you think. Michael probably doesn't even watch this. Oh. Or listen wow, to Michael. This. Oh, he's fake. I'm okay. Fake loser. All right, guys, we got a couple more episodes coming out. We're getting close to the end here. We're going to end it with some more festive films and one newer film. So I think it's going to be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Some of these will be bloody and scary still yep so if you're into that that'll be happening but we also have a couple kids movie well maybe like one kids movie left but anyways thank you guys for listening please leave a five-star review if you are currently driving or (laughs) if you wish you didn't listen to this episode yeah leave a five-star review and yeah leave some comments on our instagram follow us wherever we are we're in multiple places now and we'll catch you guys tomorrow That's That's a clean clean slate. slate. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you so much.